morning, it's February 13th, and this is your Daily Brief in World News. Here's everything you need to know. In a significant operation in the southern Gaza Strip, Israeli special forces conducted a rescue mission in Rafah, freeing two hostages, Fernando Marmon, 61, and Louis Har, 70, from Hamas captivity. This operation, marking 128 days of captivity for the hostages, resulted in the deaths of 74 Palestinians, further escalating the already devastating toll of the ongoing conflict. In response to the rising violence, the White House has called for a ceasefire and increased aid for Gaza. Meanwhile, the EU foreign policy chief has proposed cutting arms supplies to Israel as a measure to halt the bloodshed, a suggestion met with skepticism by the U.S. State Department, which doubts such a cut would lead to meaningful change. The potential for an Israeli ground offensive in Rafah has raised international alarms, with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu indicating that ground forces could soon enter the area. This move has sparked concerns over civilian safety, drawing serious warnings from global actors including the EU, UK, Australia, Germany, and the UN. The U.S. has specifically advised Israel to ensure a credible plan for the safety of civilians before proceeding with any military action. Amidst these tensions, the humanitarian situation in Gaza is described as dire, with the World Food Program highlighting unprecedented levels of food insecurity and conditions nearing famine. The conflict not only threatens the historic peace treaty between Israel and Egypt, but also risks straining military resources and jeopardizing economic stability in the region. An 11-year-old orphan, Doreen Albaya, has become a poignant symbol of the human cost of this conflict, sharing her story of loss and recovery amidst the turmoil. In a recent rally in South Carolina, former President Donald Trump made comments suggesting a reluctance to defend NATO allies who do not meet defense spending targets, even hinting at support for Russian aggression against such nations. This stance has ignited controversy and prompted a unified response from Germany, Poland, and France. These nations have emphasized the indispensable role of NATO in ensuring European security and have criticized Trump's threats. In a display of solidarity, leaders from these countries convened in the Weimar Triangle, focusing on combating Russian disinformation and cyber attacks. They agreed on a joint mechanism to counter Russian aggression, highlighting the importance of European unity in defending democracy. The foreign ministers of Germany, France, and Poland have pointed out targeted Russian operations aimed at influencing public opinion and weakening support for Ukraine. They anticipate a surge in Russian disinformation activities leading up to the 2024 European elections, stressing the significance of continued support for Ukraine as crucial for European security. Trump's remarks have raised concerns about potential shifts in U.S. policy towards NATO, and the strain this could place on the transatlantic relationship. The need for Europe to enhance its defense capabilities in light of these comments and the uncertain U.S. commitment to NATO's mutual defense has been underscored. The ongoing geopolitical challenges and the importance of maintaining a strong and united stance against aggression remain paramount. Ukrainian military intelligence has leveled serious accusations against Russian forces claiming they are using Starlink terminals to bolster their attacks in Ukraine. This assertion is grounded in intercepted conversations from the 83rd Separate Air Assault Brigade, indicating that Russian troops are employing Starlink technology in occupied Ukrainian territories. 
In the face of these allegations, both Russian President Vladimir Putin and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk have issued denials. They assert that Starlink has not been officially or indirectly sold to Russia, challenging the claims made by Ukrainian officials. Despite these denials, Ukraine stands firm on its position, presenting evidence that Russian forces are indeed utilizing Starlink services in frontline areas, with a particular focus on the region around Bakhmut. This situation is further complicated by Ukraine's defense efforts, which have successfully neutralized 40 out of 45 Russian attack drones. These efforts have played a crucial role in reducing the potential damage and casualties across various Ukrainian regions. This ongoing conflict not only highlights the strategic use of technology in warfare, but also underscores the significant challenge faced by the international community in preventing Western technology, subject to sanctions, from being repurposed by Russian military forces. A recent report from the United Nations Environment Program has cast a spotlight on the dire situation facing the world's migratory species, particularly fish. According to the State of the World's Migratory Species Report, an alarming 97% of fish species listed under the Convention on Migratory Species are at risk of extinction. The culprits? Overfishing, pollution, and habitat destruction top the list. This report isn't just about fish. It documents a concerning trend across the board, with over 70 animals now facing greater endangerment than ever before. The call to action is clear. There's a pressing need for the expansion and improvement of protected areas, alongside stricter measures to combat the illegal killings of migratory animals. One of the report's significant challenges is the difficulty in assessing the conservation status of many migratory species, especially those in the tropical oceans. This gap in knowledge underscores the urgency of the situation. In response, the CMSCOP14 International Meeting is on the horizon, aiming to address these conservation issues head-on. The meeting seeks to provide additional protections for migratory species in an effort to reverse these troubling trends. It's a critical moment for the international community to come together and safeguard the future of migratory species across the globe. Alexander Stubb has emerged victorious in the Finnish presidential runoff, securing 51.6% of the votes against Pekka Havisto. Stubb, known for his conservative stance and extensive international experience, is set to adopt a firm position against Moscow while enhancing Finland's security ties with the United States and NATO. His support for Ukraine extends to both military and civilian aid, and he has expressed openness to the stationing of NATO troops within Finland's borders. Furthermore, Stubb is willing to consider the possibility of hosting nuclear weapons in the country. Despite facing criticism for perceived arrogance, Stubb has made efforts to showcase his empathetic nature and humble beginnings. He also highlights his athletic prowess, participating in sports such as triathlons, golf, hockey, and cycling. Stubb's election is particularly significant as it follows Finland's entry into NATO in 2023, a move prompted by Russia's aggression towards Ukraine. As he prepares for his inauguration on March 1st, Stubb's presidency is poised to focus on preserving the international rules-based system, actively participating in NATO, and addressing the threats posed by Russia. This has been your daily brief in world news. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. 
For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.